Top 10, this is Josiah and Fallon with a special guest, Shaggy J. Over the building. On today's episode, it's Top 10 Movies of All Time. I'm going to hit you off with Fallon first. Like, give us your 10. Okay, so at number 10, I had The Princess Bride. I had this movie out there because I just love the comedy aspect of the movie. I just think it's really good. The action in it was really good as well. Um, I don't know much more to add on that. I just, just a childhood favorite, I guess, as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> it's a pretty funny movie. But anyways, for my 10, I'm going to more of a, a serious one in this one. I have What's Eating Gilbert Grape with Johnny Depp and Leo. And I think in that movie, it takes more of a... Leo plays a challenged kid so well that you almost feel like Leo is challenged. And it was... I don't even know. It was just basically the story of how... Johnny Depp's character, Gilbert, goes through trying to differentiate his life with um, mm-hmm. having to take care of, um, I forgot his name, Arnie, had to take yeah. care of Arnie during that movie and having to deal with his dad being mm-hmm. dead and his mom is really over is really overweight and he has to balance all that in his life and he has to find peace with that. So, mm-hmm. And it's kind of both of their, like the sprouting of their careers as well as actors. Yeah, it really, it really kick-started everything and towards the end of that movie... It was pretty sad, but I'm not going to say more, so give me your nine. So at number nine, I had American Psycho. I just thought uh, Christian Bale did an amazing job in that movie. You kind of just get to see what, like, real-life occurrences could actually happen with, like, psychos and just kind of how they are and just kind of how you never expect people like him to be psycho like that. And he just played it so well, and I just thought he did an amazing job in that movie. That's a great idea for a movie. That's pretty good. Yeah, so for my next, I had to put some Al Pacino on there. I have Scarface for my ninth. And I put it on here just because I felt like the action and the gunfighting scenes were so great in that movie. And the iconic line, say hello to my little friend, just added. It's it's so classic. Everybody knows that line. Even if you've never seen Scarface, you know that line. And Definitely. I just think it, over the um, whole movie, he's already like a psycho little short guy who's like... <laughs> crazy in that whole thing and then it gets even worse as the movie goes on and with the drugs and the whole mob or whatever but yeah I really I truly believe that a movie like that with as insane as it was is really good and deserved to be at nine mm-hmm. so going on to number eight I think it's safe to say that's going to be on most people's list I had Gladiator yeah um, I, mean, I mean it's kind of straightforward on why I would have that on my list it's just a great action movie it has a great plot just kind of great like a revenge story I guess to it as well Mm -hmm. Troy almost did make the list but I kind of took that off and put Gladiator up there I just thought that one just did a little bit better yeah that makes sense it didn't make uh, Gladiator didn't make my top 10 but I totally understand with everybody else's because it was a really good movie but I just in my opinion had some better movies ahead of that but at my 8th spot I have Saving Private Ryan and Saving Private Ryan for me being a war movie I love war movies and telling this movie wasn't um, a direct true story, but it was based off events that had happened in that way. So going after the brother of like three other brothers were dead. Mm-hmm. He was like the fourth one. He was the last one. So they had to go and get him. It was a bunch of soldiers risking their lives for one dude in an entire war. And I just thought that over that entire journey, you get to learn who everybody is and you really get to, you really get to see the, the dark sides of war and everything. And even the tactics 
that were used against each other and how dehumanizing things are in war times and stuff like that. And the actors in that movie, they had top top of the line in that movie. Mm-hmm. So Tom Hanks leading at the top of that, but it was just an elite movie. War movies are always, always one of them at least got to be up there. So I had to have that at number eight. Great Tom Hanks movie. Yep. All right. Number seven, I had Total Recall. So the reason I had this was because I just, um, I just, it, it was one of those movies that I kind of watched more recently, but I just realized how good it was. And this movie was actually good for its time because it just had, they didn't use CGI. They kind of just used like, I want to say it was like claim claymation I guess for the faces mm-hmm. and they used clay to kind of show the explosions of their heads which I thought was more unique more unique style of filming but I just really love that just one of my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movies it's a really great one I've heard of that movie I've never actually watched it myself but I always hear it in conversations and stuff and I think I need to get around mm-hmm. to watching that one because I've heard it's pretty good it's kind of confusing as well so it's <laughs> kind of cool when you kind of figure it out yeah Let's go on. Watch that one. But next, again, going back to another serious one, another true story here, is Twelve Years a Slave. Now, Twelve Years a Slave, that one hit really hard in the fact that how uh, you were just going along with a black, a free black man in the north, and turns out, and then his family left, and they went on a trip, and man's got sold into slavery right off the street got drunk these two guys got him drunk and he got sold into slavery and Mm. true story where he was trying to write back to the p he was trying to write to his family and people back up north and it took the longest time it was so brutal it showed all the nasty parts of slavery and how terrible some of those people were on those plantations and everything and it even shows that not everybody was terrible back Mm -hmm. then especially some of the people down in the south um even his first owner couldn't afford to keep him around but his owner wasn't terrible his owner actually quite liked him um because he was he was learned he actually knew what he was doing and then brad pitt comes in later and actually helps him out in that and it uh he's freed again then writes a book about it and everything and it becomes a movie it was just great and i feel like it was one of those movies that they took a long time on to get it really right and it showed so i had to put that up there yeah i've not seen the movie but i will watch it at some point all right, moving on to number six, I had War Dogs. Uh, I just thought this movie did an amazing job of just kind of, well, I also had, a, I just kind of wanted to add like a, based on a true story movie kind of in there as well. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to get one of those included, and I just thought this movie was great for it, kind of just to show how corrupt everything is mm-hmm. in certain parts, just to kind of make a living as well. But Jonah Hill did an amazing job in that movie, and just one of my personal favorites, yeah, it's a great movie. It is pretty good. Anyways, for my sixth, I have the Joker, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Now, I had already liked Joaquin Phoenix before this with um, Walk the Line, Johnny Cash's movie, mm-hmm. which I thought that he played Johnny Cash really good. He sang his songs very well, actually. Sometimes some of the songs sounded that they were better than Johnny Cash's. But when we're talking about the Joker, method when we're talking in method acting. I think that Joaquin Phoenix is A-list. He's at the top of the list. Mm-hmm. When Heath played the Joker, he played it so well, and he was—he had a different kind of Joker. Heath's Joker was more like he was psychotic, and he knew it, and he was messing around with the Batman, and he was like, I don't want to kill you, and you don't want to kill me. He's like, it's too fun. The other one, there isn't a Batman or a villain or a uh, good guy yet, I would say. So 
His was more mental health, showing how messed up this guy really was. Just some side clown, weird like reject from society and how he was treated terribly. And he had a laughing disorder. And he became the Joker through all of his pent up anger and all of the how everybody treated him so terribly throughout his life. Mm-hmm. So it it was so he was so psychotic in that movie and it really went to another level with the Joker and I think that mm-hmm. he played it so well that it had to get number six. Yeah, and there's reasons why method actors are the best at what they do. Number five. Go. I had Spider Man No Way Home. I picked this because I loved that it had all three Spider Men, what the audience wanted to see. And then I thought it really did well in setting up the future for Marvel, kind of seeing what we're going to see in the future now that there's a multiverse. Sorry for the people who haven't seen it. That's number four. <laughs> well, I mean, for one second. Five, sorry. On, um, on that movie, you know, the ending killed me. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of the ending, but I understand because it leads into the future and everything. And I understand there's going to be more, but it, it really killed me. So I won't spoil too much there. But anyways, my five is 42. Okay, which is the story of Jackie Robinson. He comes up in a league where it was only whites in the MLB, and he met an actually like legit owner um, for Brooklyn, I believe it was the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah, he met the owner for that, and then um, finally got a job in the league and became one of the best base runners. And he faced a lot of problems with just being black and playing in the MLB, and he started a whole movement. And in real life, everybody, every team in the MLB retired the number 42. So I think that deserves top five. Yes. I've not seen that movie, but I will see it at some point. I do feel like it is great. It is great. Do you want the top, but not probably the top 10 for me? Um, My number four, I had The Batman, the newest one. Close, Uh, close. If you have not seen it, please go see it. But. It's pretty good. Yeah, I just feel it's really good because you're kind of just there with him, kind of figuring out what is happening and solving the uh, problem throughout the story or the plot with him as well. You don't know what's going on. It's just a really good movie, and it sets up, again, the future for more Batman movies with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, that one's one's coming up for me. It's it's not here yet. But anyways, my, uh, my four is Interstellar. Now, Matthew McConaughey in that movie plays his astronaut self very well that movie is such the movies that are like that mess with your head and make you actually think are some of the best movies and being interstellar it was just crazy thinking about something like that was it was wicked like i really can't even explain it like you have to watch that movie if you haven't watched that movie it's a must watch yeah that's also coming up on my list actually going to number three interstellar is my third movie and he kind of just touched on that and just kind of said everything that was amazing about that movie. And yes, if you have not seen it, go see it. And Matthew McConaughey really did an amazing job on that movie. Yeah, it, just, like, it makes you freak out about like World's End and like how like messed up that really is and like the corruption and things like that. And what space could possibly even be like. Yeah, like the loss of hope in everybody. Like the mm-hmm. world's ending and they know it and they're not gonna be able to live there for very much longer. But I won't say much, I won't say anything more. But yeah, that, that is, that's a great spot for that. So cracking the top three for me is the Batman. Okay. I did watch it just recently. Elite. It moved to the top. I said that we weren't going to start this list until I watched Batman and it had to make the top three. The movie 
the cinematography in that movie was the best I've seen in a long time. Yeah. It really, you felt like you were a detective following right alongside Batman. You were with Batman. Definitely. And it made you like legit fear Batman because when he said at the beginning that they were afraid that he was in the shadows, but he is the shadows. And it really, it went into so like the, how psychotic the Riddler was in that movie. And it made him, made the whole thing feel like that could have been real. And like the corruption of the city. It's really just a whole new take on Batman that we've never seen before, but it really worked and it really turned out really well for that movie. They really, they took it to the next level and it was definitely, unlike a lot of the Batman movies, because there's way too many of them, this one actually knocked it out of the park for me. So that's Mm -hmm. what I have. And felt the most realistic. Okay. Yeah. That's what I got. (laughs) All right. Second place, I have Avengers Endgame. Yeah. That one, that one had to make it up there. I mean, for obvious reasons. If, I'm assuming that everyone's everyone has seen it because this movie is just truly amazing. It kind of really gives you goosebumps when you're watching it as well. And just the whole theater experience, if you were to, able to have that, it was just amazing to have everyone in the theater kind of get up and start yelling and in excitement. And kind of, if you were following the previous Marvel movies, you would understand that how big and significant this movie was. And it was just... Yeah, again, the cinematography, the CGI was just amazing in the movie. It really felt real. It really, it really hit home in that movie. Everything that you liked from Marvel was really displayed in that final movie. It brought everything together. It was like the perfect culmination of that. And mine was also at two. <laughs> it was definitely, for me, the second best movie of all time. It, it's so great. I saw it in theaters, which made it ten times better. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah. movie is great on its own but in the theaters it was so much better in the atmosphere you were in the movie it, you actually legit felt like you were with everybody and seeing the end of it all was sad but at the same time it was just great to see everybody together and mm-hmm. all those fighting for the common cause and everything so on to the next which is honorable mentions what yes. didn't make the list but was so close so I actually had this one in the list, but I took it down because I feel felt like I would get a lot of hate for it, I guess, but I don't really care. It's My honorable mention is Cars, because <laughs> that movie is amazing. Pixar classic. And yeah, I guess you can't say too much on that, because I mean, it's just, it's just a really good movie, but like it doesn't compare to the other movies, because the other movies actually like had an amazing plot. I mean, this one does, but you just can't compare it to those movies that just really went above and beyond. But Cars is definitely up there just because it's just one of my childhood favorites. Just an amazing movie. Yeah, I, I could understand that. And just to say that these lists are entirely opinion and not, you know, everybody freaks out when they see what's on other people's lists or whatever. But this is completely opinion. Some you will agree with and some you won't. But my honorable mention, I had to put it on there. It's an elite movie. It's on everybody's top ten. It's The Godfather Part 1, not Part 2 which I guess you could say that they go together, but I tried to stay away from a lot of series movies because I would have put more on there, but decided not to just because most of the series like all together are great. And it's like one singular movie doesn't do it justice. That's also part of the reason why we didn't include like um, Harry Potter, um, Star Star Wars, Wars. Lord of the Rings, all those kind of movies. It's hard to narrow it down to one movie with those series. But this one was an exception just because of how great the Godfather was in it. It really, I don't even under, it was just really good. Showing that side of the mob was just stellar. So, 
Now, we have the number one. All right. Very controversial one. for me. Mine's very controversial. Yeah. But, okay, go My ahead. My number one movie I love to watch, I could watch it over and over again, it's just so amazing, is The Dark Knight. Makes sense. I could see that on anybody's. Yeah. That's, it's great. I mean, it wasn't actually just all for Heath Ledger as well. It's mainly because I just love the, the characters like kind of fighting with each other and just how Christian Bale performed and Heath Ledger. They both did an amazing job. I, I feel like he was equal in that movie. And I'm not just like a Heath Ledger fanboy, and that's why I love the movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many other levels to why that movie was great. Mm-hmm. I believe that um, the other Batman, the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman, was my favorite Batman. But yeah, as a culmination, I think that that movie with Heath in it, like as Joker, being so great, I feel like Joaquin, like Solo was also great but Heath played that so well he was psycho on purpose Mm -hmm. and I felt like he knew exactly what he was doing he was in that role he was the Joker and they're both method actors so it makes it so much better to where they are literally those characters and will play them in the real world Heath was the Joker and Christian Bale was the Batman it was straight up the Dark Knight is it's I understand why that would be and just the opening scene just really kind of gets it going and you're so curious and it just makes it so amazing the movie yeah, the action is impeccable in that movie. So, for my number one, the most controversial one on here, it's probably not on a lot of people's, but it's a lot more nostalgia for me, and I could watch it a billion times. It's The Goodfellas. It's like, for me, being based on a true story, loosely, obviously, not right to um, every point, but knowing that Henry Hill was actually consulted in that movie, and... Um, talking about the mob and like all those people's names a lot of them are real people most of them are real people even the people that you're just walking past and he was introducing at the beginning of the movie all of them were real and to see that it took more it took a wild twist on the mob movies and I could watch it a billion times over and still not get bored of it I just love the fact that you can see his mental health slowly deteriorating over time as the mob is starting to wear on him. He starts as a young kid just trying to make some money, working for some Italians out here, and realizes that it's not just making money. There's a lot of murders. There's a lot of, they don't do drugs, but he ended up getting into drugs later. And once you kind of get involved in the mob, there's really no way out. He was trying to find his way out and he ended up betraying everybody that he knew. And he had to go into the witness protection program. For me, that movie with all the action and Joe Pesci oh my gosh he's so good at what he does and I've heard real mobsters call him the best portrayal of an actual mobster is Joe Pesci in any mob movie Joe Pesci is always pretty much there or in the movie and he just does an amazing job yeah Casino he plays another level Casino and The Irishman are both great movies and he is what carries and Robert De Niro he's so great in those movies they are the mobsters and it really makes you feel like that whole thing like it I don't even understand. it was just great it there's it's undescribable I really think that that would make my number one so anyways with uh some final thoughts um my list was changed a lot mine as well over this time I uh couldn't it was it's really hard to narrow down a top 10 with how many movies I've seen and how many great ones there are mm-hmm. so yeah I mean, that was what it. That was the uh, top ten, and that's what uh, it came down to. And and our lists are always changing as well. Just kind of as we look at it like twice over again, our list we can kind of see that 
once you get bumped up and once you go just a little bit lower and then we view it differently so it's always changing but I feel like those top three are always going to be kind of staying there 